Welcome to Bishop Blessing Lebebe's podcast, the pod all about the Word of God, which brings change and transformation in our lives. If you are at home, get your pen and paper. If you are at work, get your headphones. If you're driving, then turn the volume up and get ready to be enlightened. We have just one word Congregation, you are welcome. Uh, Bishop, what a great honor that you have given me on such a special day. I didn't know that it was your birthday, just know that it was a conference here on your prophet. <laughs> I really want to thank God for this great honor. Uh, the song that you have just sung that uh, yours is the kingdom and uh, the prayer that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ taught us he says your kingdom O God let it come here on earth as it is in heaven so God wants his kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. But he chose a man. You'll remember that the demons will say, Eh, hey, you are Jesus. He says, Shh. Yes, he didn't want to be announced by demons. He chose me and you to bring this kingdom here on earth. And for the dwellers family, he chose a man. He chose a bishop blessing. Let's thank God for his life. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 In Matthew 6:10, your kingdom come. Your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. So man is the vanguard to bring this kingdom here on earth. That is why it is so important to honor the man of God that God has chosen upon your life. I like that the scriptures that the children said here this morning they were very prophetic because God chooses a prophet he chooses a man to bring this kingdom here on earth you should have seen how this place was before Bishop came here I remember at the front there it was a dumping ground so God chose a man to come and change the environment and not only the environment and change the lives of people. I like the, 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 the drama, the children, when they spoke about what contribution Bishop did in, the, his, in their lives. So we really want to thank God. Uh, Bishop is our beloved son. Bishop uh, in the book of Matthew chapter 3 verse 17. Book of Matthew chapter 3 verse 17. God speaks about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. When he was being baptized. And the word of God says and and a voice from heaven said this is my son whom I'm well pleased. 
So God spoke about Christ that he is a beloved son. You become a beloved son if only you do what your father wants you to do. You can't be a beloved son and do what you want to do. So to us, Bishop is a beloved son. Just like our Lord and Savior, he was a beloved son. He is a beloved son to the Father. Because he did what his father sent him to do here on earth. So, Bishop, you are a beloved son to Apostle Vincent. Because you do what Apostle tells you to do. You are a hard follower. So, we really want to thank God that when he says, do this, you do it. To us, we are a beloved son. And we thank God for your life. Because we have a fruit in your life. Let's give God a clap of Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to say thank you for this wonderful time of fellowship. As we sit and dine out at your table, O oh God, your word is life. Your word brings illumination. Your man will not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from your mouth. Lord, I pray, may this word preserve us. May this word change us. May this word give us direction. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. The other favorite scripture that I love is in the book of Hosea 12, 13. Chapter 12. 13. Chapter 12, verse 13. The word of God says, By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel up from Egypt. And by a prophet, he was guarded. And by a prophet, he was preserved. So, God will use a man to for your life to be preserved. As he has used bishop in your life, as you continue to honor him, as you continue to take instructions, as you continue to be his beloved son, you remember that how I qualified a beloved son, that you are a beloved son only if you follow. You can't be a beloved son if you don't follow. So your life will be preserved as you listen to the man of God whom God chose and put upon your life. When Jesus Christ was praying for us in the book of John chapter 17, I think from 20, can you give it as that? I didn't quote it here, John 17. John 17. Verse 20. So when he spoke, he said, Lord, they will believe you. Even my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me 
Through their word. So your life will be preserved you will be saved he's the savior of men he says they will believe Lord these ones they will believe through their word so what am I saying to you believe in the word of the prophet believe in the Lord Jesus believe in God you will be established and believe in your prophet you will prosper so you can see that God has placed men before us he has chose men to be the vanguard of this gospel so if he has placed a prophet over your life it is your responsibility to honor your prophet and when you honor your prophet you are honoring Jesus he says people Lord, when they believe in me they will also believe in them so if you honor bishop you are honoring Jesus Listen to Matthew chapter 10 verse 40. Matthew chapter 10 verse 40. The word of God says, Whoever receives you receives me. And whoever receives me receives him who sent me. So when you honor the man of God whom God has placed upon your life, you are honoring Jesus. You are receiving Jesus. You'll remember also when Saul was going through uh, uh, he, he was still Saul before he became Paul. He was persecuting the church. And what did Jesus Christ say? Jesus Christ said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He's in the book of Acts 9, 3 to 5. Nine verse three to five. Chapter nine verse three to five. The word of God says, Now as he went on his way, he approached Damascus, and suddenly a light from heaven shone around him. And falling to the ground, he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. The same scripture in the book of Acts 26 14 to 15. Uh, Acts 26 14 to 15. And when this is a, 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 a story, Paul is relating it with his own mouth, what happened on that day. And when we had all fallen to the ground, I heard a voice saying to me in the Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the ghosts. 
And I said, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. So if you are not going to honor a bishop that God has placed in your life as your prophet over your life, you are not receiving Jesus Christ. You are persecuting Jesus Christ. And you are working against yourself. The word of God says you are you are kicking the goats. It's like you are kicking a bob wire fence. It's like, it's like you are kicking an electrical fence. You are fighting God. Can you can you kick electric fence and you'll be okay? You'll be executed. You'll be dead. So do you see that you are shortening your life when you walk against the man of God? We'll soon bury you. Because God has placed this man upon your life it is your responsibility to honor him, to love him, to pray for him, to take instructions, to bring this kingdom here on earth together with him under his leadership. Can you imagine how this town, the whole Pretoria is going to be changed through you, because you have heard the word, you have gone and do the word. I like when we were praying this morning here. One of the beautiful prayer points was, you, you have forgotten what outreach did for you. You have, your life was preserved. You went out to preach the gospel. You changed, uh, your life was changed. You have followed up. You are given a shepherd. Now you have forgotten the things that preserved you when you came to the Lord. And and now you feel them it's bad and sound. So can you see the teaching that your father in this house is giving you? Powerful teachings, works of life. So don't and leave this teaching. They will preserve your life. They will give you long life. If you don't want to live long, work against your prophet. This is, this is not just a, a threat. It, it, it is real. The word of God says you are kicking against the goats. You are kicking against the goats. You are kicking electric fence. You can't kick electric fence and you, your life is still preserved. So I want to say to you that uh, when you listen to the men of God, you are advancing the kingdom of God. Because God has chosen him to be an instrument. And he's going to train you. We together, we are going to make this uh, kingdom come here on earth. 
So if you honor the man of God, who is sent by Jesus, you are honoring Jesus. And if you dishonor the man of God, you are despising the man of God. You are despising Jesus. The word of God in Luke 10:16. Luke chapter 10 verse 16. It reads as follows. He that heareth me, he that heareth you, heareth me. He that heareth you, heareth me. And he that despiseth you, despiseth me. And he that despiseth me despiseth him that sent me. So Brother Joseph says, He that heareth you, if you are going to hear Bishop, you are hearing Jesus. If you despise Bishop, you are despising Jesus. And Jesus says, If you despise me, you are despising him, you are despising him, God the Father who has sent me. So do you see this thing is serious. This honor the prophet is not a, a, a small thing. We are, we are not worshipping bishop because some of you say now in this church you are worshipping bishop. You are following the steps you are taking the instructions of Jesus. You heard John 17, 20, Jesus says, go and preach the gospel. He says, as much as they believed in me, they will believe in you. So if you despise the man of God, you are despising Jesus. If you can't receive him, you are, you, you, you are, you are not receiving Christ. So I want to encourage you to honor the man of God. He is the prophet that God has chosen over your life. You will do well by listening to his instructions. And you will go very, very far. And the Lord will prosper you. Your prosperity lies in him. As you hear the word of God say, Believe in the Lord, you shall be established. In Chronicles 20:20, believe in the Lord, you shall be established. And believe in the in his prophets, you shall prosper. So your prosperity financially, your prosperity physically, your prosperity in every way. Happens when you honor the men of God. I also want to greet uh, 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 Mama Bishop Dineo. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, this message includes her. If you honor your husband, Mama, as a man of God, your prosperity is tied with him. So as you honor him, you will prosper. When you, 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 he's your husband, but he's the man whom God has chosen to be your prophet as well. So honor him. 
and you will see what God is going to do in your life he will open more doors he will anoint you even some more take him as the man of God over your life believe his prayers believe his instructions uh, don't take him for a uh, he is uh, I, I know him Uh, Bishop Dag speaks a lot about women women pastors He says because we are familiar with our husbands we hear them snoring we see them how they eat we see certain mannerism we hear them when they say poop poop in the bathroom So all those things they make you to be familiar with the men of God. You must never never. He is the man of God. Honor him. Your prosperity lies with him. Honoring him. Praise the Lord. Amen. And we thank God thus far we have not heard Bishop Armamon Pabotata. Yes, yes, never call and say apostle My wife is disrespecting me. Keep it up, mama. It's a great blessing. And raise the daughters in the house that way. To respect their husbands prosperity and their breakthrough lies at the head. God has chosen. It is God's appointment. To choose men as the head it is his upon it is a, a divine calling uh, bishop is not more wiser than you mama actually women are more wiser than men and God did it that way he created men and male and female equal and over and above he gave women extra qualities to help this man so you can't be a helper when you don't have special uh, uh, capabilities to help out yes you so you can see god the holy spirit is called the helper so god has given us that uh, 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 opportunity to to be the helper can you imagine a comparable god the holy spirit that is why god says you submit because if we do not submit we will topple the man so do you see that god has given you extra qualities to humble yourself because he has chosen this man as head over us So this is a divine appointment and divine calling for a husband to be the head of the home. So as God has appointed bishop 
over this congregation it is a divine calling and it's a divine appointment he chose him to lead us so Honor the anointing that is upon his life. So David had a great reverence to the anointing. You'll remember the story when Saul many times wanted to kill him. And when David had an opportunity to kill Saul, he says, I will not touch the anointed of the Lord. He says, I cannot touch the anointed of the Lord. And if you read Psalm 105, verse 12 to 15, the word of God says, when they were few in number, a little account and sojourners in it, wandering from one nation to the other from one kingdom to another people he allowed no one to oppress them he rebuked kings to on their account he rebuked kings on their account and says touch not my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm so don't touch the anointed of the Lord don't mouth your prophets if you want things to go well with you don't uh, if he has heard you the, the, the vengeance is the Lord yeah vengeance is not for you so you don't touch the anointed of the Lord you don't bad mouth the anointed of the Lord you don't know when you are, you are staying at home when you are at your place at home and you start talking bad against the man of God even if you are only two even if you are husband and wife don't even bad mouth the man of God I told you the story last year of somebody who was going to be married in a, a, a very rich family a, a young girl beautiful going to be married in a very rich family the, the, this young man who was a millionaire invited the young woman to meet uh, his parents and the parents were born again the young man was born again the woman was born again the table was laid they ate they enjoyed the food and then they asked the, 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 the parents of the, of the husband asked the woman uh, what is your church who is your pastor the woman told them about their uh, her pastor then they started to criticize the pastor in front of the woman 
And the woman kept quiet. When they went out, when the young man is driving her to her place, she took out her engagement ring and says, take your ring back. I cannot marry somebody who does not honor my father. I cannot marry somebody who does not respect my father. If your parents cannot honor my spiritual father, that's how the, the, the relationship ended. So, as husbands and wives, you don't talk bad about the pastor, even if you are two in your bedroom. Yes, you don't you don't badmouth the men of God. You don't badmouth the men of God to your family. You don't badmouth your father. Your, 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 your prophet, even to the society. How we can hampika ena lesichabe. Even Apostle uh, in our church, who is my husband, he strictly warned us at the church, you don't even badmouth the prophets, even if they are false prophets. Even if they are false prophets, you don't badmouth them. You leave them to the Lord. Vengeance is the Lord. As for you, you don't touch the anointed of God. You'll remember the story of Aaron and Miriam. They badmouthed Moses. They criticized Moses. When they criticized Moses, guess what happened? Uh, who's this one? Uh, Miriam. Uh, Miriam was struck with leprosy. And do you know the only reason why Aaron was not struck? Because Aaron was anointed as the, the priest. He had the priestly garment that were anointed. So leprosy could not attack him. Because he, he, that was the only covering, the anointing that was on Aaron, that was the only covering. So do you see the power of anointing? Then you criticize your man of God. You, 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 you badmouth, you will be, you, you are kicking against the goats. If you don't know it today, tell a person, don't kick. Electric fence is dangerous. <laughs> you are going to electrocute yourself. So, when they say, What is that? What does you mean? You say, When you criticize your prophet, when you criticize the man of God, it's like kicking against the wall. Yes. So, if you read the, uh, 31, Exodus 31, 10 to 11, it talks about the, 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 the gun that Aaron had as a priest. And the anointing oil that was upon him. So, what am I saying to you? Uh, don't touch the anointed of God. You will not go unpunished. And the story of Marian is in Numbers 12, 1-2, when he was struck with leprosy. Uh, story of, of Marian is in Numbers 12 
Uh, one to two. Uh, story numbers, uh, chapter 12, verse one and to two. the latter part, and the Lord heard it. Verse, uh, 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 let's read. Miriam and Aaron began to talk against Moses because of his Cushat wife, and he had, he had married. Continue. Verse two Has the Lord spoken only through Moses? I, 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 I want this one in the King James Version. It says, and they said, Hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Hath he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. Bare ana mudimu khona bua fela le ka moshe ha khona bua le ka rona na e ule abaut So when you speak about your prophet in your bedroom the Lord hears it Jo le ha bua ka mo prophet ha le ka morenya ha mudimu wa utwa The Lord hears it Mudimu wa utwa So don't attract leprosy and dryness in your life Jo lo uske wa wa tlisa ho oma bophelong ba hao Because of dishonor Ka ba ka la o setlotle so you have to honor the man of God whom God has placed upon us. Because he is the vanguard of bringing the kingdom of God here on earth. And if you read the book of Malachi chapter 4, 5 to 6. The word of God says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children. And the heart of the children to their fathers. Lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. So when there is no relationship between husband, uh, uh, between the fathers and the children, there is a curse in it. So if you dishonor the prophet upon your life, you are attracting the curse upon your life. And that is also one of the main reasons South Africa is a uh, in this distress, in this, in the, in the, the way we are in South Africa. Because people don't honor the anointing, they don't honor the fathers. You must just hear how they badmouth the prophets. So it is upon us as the church to repent and call upon the name of the Lord for the land to be healed. So God wants to restore relationship between fathers and children. He says if there's no relationship between father and a child, a curse is coming. If there's no relationship between a prophet and his church, his people, his children he raised, a curse is coming. So let us be afraid of curses. Let us honor the men that God has put our David, uh, he, he, you know, he even killed that man. Remember the young man who came and reported that Saul has died. He thought uh, he, he had even the, the crown, yeah, yeah, 
So David, because he knows the power, he says, how come you kill the anointed of the Lord? And the person was killed. David killed a man. So I just want to warn you that uh, don't attract curses upon your life. Don't attract dishonor upon your life. Don't shorten your life by dishonoring the man of God. God has placed this man, Bishop, in this case, Bishop, a blessing upon this congregation. Honor him. Protect him. I don't say he hasn't have weaknesses. Protect him. There is a story that we are told that uh, 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 one of the sons of a prophet they say this prophet was very, very sick. Uh, but God was using him mightily to heal the people. He would lay the hands upon the sick people will recover. But he was going through extreme pain himself. And that pain sent him to depression. So he would have depression. After being crusade, the man of God would go into depression. So we are told that he went and did a great miracle. He did a great preaching. And then he went to another state. He got into the airplane, went to another state. And through depression, he entered the hotel and drank. <laughs> he just drank and he died. When the son of the prophet heard that the father has gone to a, a certain place, because he knows that his father gets into depression. He got into the airplane, went to the hotel. Where the father went. This is not a biological child. It's like you and me in a bishop blessing's life. So he, he went and when he got into the room, the hotel allowed him to go in. Because uh, they, you, they could show the credentials, so this is my father, and then and then they allowed him to, so his room is so and so, he went. When he arrived in the hotel room, the hotel staff also did not even know that the man has died. He had stepped into the hotel. So when he came, he see lots and lots of bottles of beer or whatever, whatever that he drank to relieve the pain. He put them, carry them, carry them, carry them, clean the room. Put his father properly. 
And then it's only then he went to report at the reception where my father is laid. What an honor. He covered the nakedness of his father. What an honor. So it is the responsibility of the dwellers to cover the nakedness of the bishop of the house. You, know, you should not be like the children of Jonah, of Noah, the, the, the last one who saw the nakedness of his father. Then he went and called his other brothers, come and see, come and see. Cover the nakedness of your father. Sympathize with his weaknesses. Pray for him. It is not for you to go and take the weaknesses and and put them or, 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 and blow them on the top of the hill. After uh, Saul died, uh, David comes. David he says, uh, don't spread it, don't spread it. Go God, don't spread it. Lest the Philistines be excited. He says, don't tell it in God. Get the scripture for me. Don't tell it in God. Don't tell it in God. Don't tell it in God. Don't tell it in God so that the Philistine will be excited. Yes, you, the bad news you don't tell. You can just say, to, to say don't tell it in God. Uh, bad news you don't, do not. Uh, yes, there it is. When the Israelites along the valley of those across Jordan, da, 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 they abandoned. Da, da. No, I want it where it says, "Don't tell it in Gath." Gath. Go search Gath. It's close to that scripture. Don't tell it in Gath. I want that one. You don't tell bad news to the enemies. How we the how? Bad news you hide them. Aha, uh-huh. there it is. Second Samuel one twenty eight. Tell it not in God. Publish it not in the streets of Eskelon. Let the daughters of the Philistine rejoice. Let, let the daughters of the uncircumcised triumph. So you don't tell bad news of this house to your family. You don't tell bad news of this house, bad news in this house, you whisper. You you come before God. You cry before God. You don't tell it, you don't publish it in God. Only good news we publish in God. What God is doing here, we publish. Have you seen what our apostle, our prophet has done? Do you know that this place was a, a, a bad place? Ever since he came here, he changed it. Do you know how my life was? Until I came to dwellers. My life has changed. My life has never been the same. I came across the men of God. I was not interested in the studies. My study, my, 
my, my, I, I, I have changed. I, 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 I completed. So bad news, you don't tell it in the fields of the circumcised. Or of the Philistines. The uncircumcised should not hear bad news. David says, don't tell it, don't speak about it, hide it. We don't tell. If we soul is dead, the uncircumcised are going to try so what am I saying to you? Let's cover uh, the men of God whom God has given us. Let's protect him from the families. Let's protect him from the bad people who wants to see this church coming down. And you will see how God is going to prosper. Because the, the church, only the church is the one that is fighting each other. The church of Jesus Christ. Other people, we don't hear the news. Have you heard bad news about other religions? We don't hear them. Have you heard about so and so, the, the head of this church of this religion did one, two, three? Have we? They are bad news, but they don't tell it, God. They don't tell it in God. They don't tell it in God. It's only here the Christians they go take and they make Satan happy. And in the meantime, their, their lives are destroyed. So don't tell it in God. Raise it to the Father. And you'll see what God will do for you. There are blessings in honoring the men of God. Like I said earlier on that uh, if the men of God has wronged you, the Lord will deal with him. It's there in the book of uh, Hebrews 10.30. The, God says, for we know him who said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. God is a righteous judge. He's a God of faithfulness without injustice. You will not let the wicked go unpunished. But it is not for you to touch the anointed of God. Your life will be destroyed. As I'm about to close, I want to now, the, the, the first one, have I frightened you enough? <laughs> have I frightened you enough? <laughs> yes, now I want to tell you of the blessings of honoring the men of God. Remember I said uh, when you dishonor the men of God, you are shortening your life. You are bringing a curse upon your life. You are persecuting Jesus. You are despising Jesus. You are walking against the kingdom of God. You are, you are like a cancer. We are told that cancer, I'm not a medical doctor, but we are told that the cancer 
fights against the body. Yes, they say hey, if you've got a breast cancer, this breast will just grow and fight all other parts of the body and eventually kills the body. So don't be cancerous in the body of Christ. Don't be cancerous in the dwellers don't kill the vision of this house don't drive people away people when they come here they should find joy and their lives will be preserved and there are benefits in honoring the men of God we know of the story of the widow of Zarephath in the book of 1st Kings 17 8 to 15 I will not read all of it but verse 8 says it is then the word of the Lord came to him it came to Elijah the prophet arise go to Zarephath which belongs to Sidon and dwell there now listen to this interesting line God says I have commanded a widow there to sustain thee. God says, I God, I have commanded a widow to give you something to eat. Now listen to the story. So he arose and went to Zarephath. He came, he, he saw the widow. And then he called the head and said, Bring me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to bring it, he called to her and said again, Bring, bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. And listen to verse 12. The widow almost disobeyed. And she said, As the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked. Only a, hand, a handful of flour in a jar. And a little oil in a jar. Now I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat and die. And then verse 13, Jeremiah said, bring it to me first. But you see the model of the story. God spoke with the widow first before he, he even spoke with Elijah. The widow knew that she must provide for the man of God is coming his her way. But now the widow says, I don't have anything, I don't have money, I don't have this. The widow, the Holy Spirit spoke to you. God says, I spoke to a, a, a widow, I have commanded her to go and provide for you. And now the widow, oh, I don't have anything, I don't have anything, I don't have anything. You have 
something God knew that you have something Jole mosolo hari yena wetseka re she did not know empa hona le semo di mafufile sona Even Jesus Christ talks about this widow Ari there were so many widows in Israel but Elijah was sent to this widow Le Jesu bua ka no rona le bahlalo ha di ba bangata empa Elijah ona rumile ho mosolo hari eno So what does this mean you must obey God Ere hona bula lo tshwanetse mamela modimo This widow was not even supposed to say I don't have anything I don't have anything she was supposed to just obey at the way Mosolo hari ona satlama ho bua hore hana le tshona santse be o entse sa sujetswe By the grace of God Elijah was gracious E ka mo ha wa modimo Elijah जाने into trouble eh tjo tshana kana lona ra re tlotse mohlanka modimo o ro ha ona tshelete o ikenya mathateng because god wants to bless you in return go bana modimo o batla ho hlona lo fatsa who benefited on the stories are the widow ke mang ana una mpalenyana ya mohlolohadi it is the widow ke ana mohlolohadi he benefited three times o le a benefita ho mena hane hararo there was food in her house o nona le dijo ka rontlo ya hae food never left her house ha o ka hlola a hloka dijo during drought her life was sustained ha o nona le tlala bophelo ba hane bo bulukuwe people were dying out of drought she was prospering e ba tshwane ba shoka ba kala ho tlala empa ena na tswela pele on the third time the sun died ya boraro mora o ile a ashwa god waste the sun from the day so do you see that the widow benefited far more than that a small muscle that she was looking at her budget she was looking at her budget says i don't have anything me and my son we are going to eat and that god says no and god spoke with her first e wa bona re o no feta sa nana hana ro tla lahlala ka sona ile ra bona re modimo builelena pele so god the holy spirit speak with us what is it to give jole ha mo yo hallanga bua le rona re re fane ka eng so obey the word obey the voice of the holy spirit mamela le ntsula mo yo hallela look at what you have on hand o skasha ba so so tshoreng just like the widow woman looked at her hand says this is the only meal that i am going to eat and die and then one plate lasted her 3 years eh o jwala kana se mosadiona na se bile sana na le sona empa ha bona re plate le ngwe entse re a gonophela le motsetharo god wants to bless you he does not want to take from you he just want you to trust him jwala modimo batla ho ho hlonolofatsa e seng anke ho wena o batla ho re o motshepe so if there are money is taken out to honor the prophet or whatever gifts especially that is is his birthday Don't look at your budget and your circumstances. God wants to bless you in return. Jo laga re kete ka bishop le tsatsela hela matswalo skashe ba ro budget ha o keng o fane ba ne modimo tsa go hlonolo fatsa. There's another story of a woman. Kuna le palengwe hape ya mosadi. It's like God deals with women here. It's like women have problems. Oh God deliver us. Women say, "Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Deliver me. Deliver me from stubbornness. From stubbornness. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. To obey you. To obey you fully." So this is another second woman. This woman she's a woman a Shunammite woman. A woman at Shunen. 
So in the book of 2 Kings verse 4 to 14 for uh, chapter 4 verse 14 uh, Second Kings chapter 4 verse 14 Yes I I am just shortening the story here this woman she was an honorable woman She was a business woman And when Elisha was passing to and to and fro going to preach Ha Elisha ntsa fita a lorera She saw that uh, he, he she Uh, uh, approach the husband for i see this man is the man of god can we build him a, a small house on top of our house so that when he comes we can refresh him here so this woman had an eye of the holy spirit she had an understanding she knew that her blessings are linked with the man of god So they built that house. They did a, an upper room. They did a, 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 a place where the men of God can rest. And then the men of God wanted to bless this woman. So this woman was a little bit proud. She says, "I am among my my family. I am among my people. I don't need anything." I'm okay. I don't need anything from the prophet. I'm among my people. And uh, 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 the, 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 the men of God asked Gehazi. Actually, Gehazi approached the men of God, which is the servant of the men of God. And then uh, uh, when the woman refused to, 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 to be helped, Uh, this is why the story in 2 Kings 4:14 what can be done for her Elisha asked Gehazi Gehazi says she has no son and her husband is old because she doesn't have any child so the circumstance of this woman was hopeless this woman she has also given up in a trusting God She has prayed for this prayer request of having a child she has given up upon it. The man is even old the worst part of it. Uh, he, he's, he's no longer having any interest in sex. His body is as good as dead. God resurrected the desire in an old man. The woman conceived she got the child so do you see that honoring the man of God that God has placed in this house God is able to solve difficult problems in your life God is able to solve hopeless situation that is in your life the situation of this woman was hopeless she got the child and also god did three miracles for her at the 
at a certain point the child died the prophet rose the child in the book of 2 Kings 4.32-35 when Elisha came into the house he saw the child lying dead on his bed so he went in and shut the door behind the two of them and prayed to the Lord then he went up and lay on the child putting his mouth on his mouth his eyes on his eyes his hands on his hands and he stretched himself upon him and the flesh of the child became warm then he got up again and walked once back and forth in the house and stretched himself upon him the child sneezed seven times and child opened his eyes so that was the second miracle that God rose the dead child back to life just because of one thing of honor the woman honored the prophet she got a, a, a hopeless situation in her life was solved the child was restored from the, from the day the third miracle I didn't quote you you can check it for me this man uh, lost, this woman, uh, a drought came, she left her house. For seven years she left. When she returned, uh, her fields were taken. And then the, the, the people were refusing to return the field. So somebody was just telling the king about the story that happened to this woman. Well, this woman, uh, the, the, the husband uh, uh, got, got uh, the, the, the husband was dead in his in his body. Conceived. The, the child was born. After the child was born, the child died. So while they are relating the story to the king, the woman walked in, coming to complain that people have taken my fields. They are refusing with my fields. And then uh, when she came into the room, they said, this is the woman the prophet did them a, 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 a. A miracle for her. And the king says, restore the woman Helen. Restore the woman Helen. So she got three miracles. So this is the story. Second Kings chapter eight verse six. Second Kings chapter eight verse six. Apostle uh, Bishop, you've got children who read the scriptures. Let's give a clap offering. The children in this house read the scriptures. The king asked the woman about it. She told him. 
assigned an official to her case and said to him give back everything that belongeth to her including all the income from her land from the day she left the country until now can you imagine investment just seven years investment seven and you are not even there you are not even walking the land just because of one thing just because of one thing the woman honored the prophet can you repeat it the woman honored the prophet you get your seven year investment number one you got a, 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 a case that was so difficult to you yourself you have stopped praying about that prayer point you have even forgotten about the prayer point of having a child then God gives you a child where you least expect secondly the child died God raised the child from the dead thirdly your investment has been taken away from you for seven years because you left the land they say restore the woman her land and all the income that you benefited for the past seven years what a restoration so there is a blessing in honoring the prophet so don't take it for granted your prosperity is linked with bishop blessing in this house yes your prosperity and your blessing are linked with him you like it you don't like it it is if you don't like it it is to your disadvantage yes you will remember the story of Hannah I told you about it Hannah passing early at the, at the gate yeah the word of God says year over year yeah, in the book of 1 Samuel 1 3 and now this man used to go up year by year year by year from his city to worship and to sacrifice to the Lord of hosts at Shiloh where the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phineas were the priests of the Lord so Hannah year by year went to worship together with his husband crying for the baby so uh, what happened was now uh, in verse 9 to 10 after they had eaten and drunk in Shiloh uh, 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 Hannah and the husband Hannah rose up now listen to the story now Eli the priest was sitting on the seat beside the doorpost of the temple of the Lord so Hannah was deeply distressed and prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly 
So Hannah has been fasting for many years. Do understand that even the firstborn of the first two men was an elderly man who was going on hunting. So it means uh, that the firstborn had a son who the first wife could have been 2025. So can you imagine that Hannah has been crying for a baby for 25 years, year by year, year by year, going to Shiro to cry for a baby. Praying and fasting. Passing early at the door. Passing early at the door. Saying I can pray for myself. I have the Holy Spirit. I can fast for myself. Hears me when I pray. No baby. Praying for herself. No baby. Fasting for herself. No baby. Guess what? Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 17. It then Eli answered. You will even Eli was not even accurate. Because Eli thought that this woman was drunk. So, so do you see the weakness of a prophet? Prophet had some weaknesses in drinking. But God still honored the word of a prophet. God honored the word of a prophet. Despite the 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 the, the, the Exceeding state of Ellie. Despite his backsliding state, Eli just spoke one way. In verse 17, verse 17 of 1 Samuel chapter 1, then Eli answered and said to her after the woman related the story to, to, to Eli. He says, Go in peace. Made. And she said, Let your servant find favor in your eyes. So, Eli says, Next year, about this time, you'll have a baby. Next year, about this time, you'll have a child. God has answered you. And he, guess what? The, next year, the baby was born. So God respect protocol. I, 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 there some leaders here, but apparently budgets are protocol. God honors protocol. He cannot break his way. He cannot break his way. If he has left your blessing with the prophet, he will not break that one. You will be like Hannah. You'll be like Hannah. You'll cry year after year. You'll fast after year after year. You just need to go to your prophet and humble yourself. Bishop Blessing, pray for me. Bishop Blessing, pray for me. Bishop Blessing, pray Bishop Blessing, Bishop, Blessing, Bishop, I'm going for interview. Speak a word Bishop, to me. Bishop, interview. Bishop, I'm going for interview. 
God hears his ways. God will bless you mightily. Let's not break that protocol. You will see Jesus Christ as well did not uh, jump protocol. In the book of Matthew chapter 8 verse 1 to 4. Jesus cleanses the leper. And the word of God says when he, when he came to the mountain great crowds followed him. Behold a leper came to him and knelt before him saying Lord if you will can you make me clean? And Jesus stretched his hand out and touched him. Says I will be clean. Be clean. clean. Immediately his leprosy was And listen to verse 4. It's very powerful. And and Jesus said to him. See that you say nothing to anyone. But go to show yourself to the priest. Go to your prophet. And Jesus. And the all-powerful one. And the almighty one. I can do all things. But go to your priest. Go to your prophet. Show yourself to your prophet. And give him a give. And give him a give. And give him a give. As Moses has commanded for the testimony unto them. Jesus Christ doesn't say, no, 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 it's me who healed you. You don't need to go. Show yourself to your prophet. Don't tell anybody who it's me, Jesus, who healed you. Go to your prophet. Give your prophet a gift. Your, your healing will be complete. Says, go to your prophet and do what is written in the scriptures. Moses told you that you must honor your priest. Says, go priest and let your priest pray for you. When you are healed, get a gift and present a, a thanksgiving offering. So the, the prophet brought that the woman, the, 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 the leprous man had to go back to the, the prophet and say here's the gift. He He had to recognize the man over his life. Jesus pointed the leprous man to the right direction. No, 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 it's me who healed you, but go, go. Don't even tell people that it's me who healed you. Go to your prophet, show yourself, and give a, a gift of honor. Give a gift of honor to your prophet and say, I am so happy to be under your ministry. I am so happy that you've been teaching me the laws of God. I, uh, you have built my faith. Then he offered a gift. So Christ himself will not break the scriptures. And then when you give a gift, you don't give the gift that you like. 
You don't give, they give that you feel like giving. You give, they give that the man of God loves. You give, they give that the man of God loves. In the book of Genesis 27, 1 to 4, this is Isaac blessing Jacob. The word of God says, when Isaac was old in his eyes, and his eyes were dim so that he could not see he called Esu and his older son and said to him my son and he answered here am I he said eh, behold I am old and I know the day of my death is near now take the weapons and your quiver and bow and go out to the field and hunt game for me and says, prepare it for um, prepare for me a delicious food such as I love so you don't give a gift that you don't like you honor your man of God the way he likes it as I said prepare me food such as I love and bring it to me so that I may eat and bless you so that I bless you before I die so your blessing is linked with the man of God you prepare an honor not a, a, a lousy honor that you want to give you, you give with an honor that the man of God would love you esteem him you don't spoke a powerful one says I could have committed suicide but uh, I came across you bishop my life was preserved some would be drunkards by now they came here their lives were preserved so when you honor it's a form of acknowledgement you acknowledge what the Lord has done in your life through the man of God you'll remember the woman who was uh, healed with an issue of blood 
For 12 years he was bleeding. Then she said in her heart, If I can only touch the hem of the, uh, the garment of his clothes, of I will be healed. The reason why Christ said, Who touched my garment? It is not because Christ did not know who touched her. He knew exactly. He wanted the woman to acknowledge what God has done for her through the prophet. Because that woman was just to go silently as if nothing has happened to her. As if bleeding has never stopped. As if God never did anything. Jesus says, Who touched me? Who touched me? I felt the virtue leaving my body. Who touched me? The reason was to acknowledge what God has done for you. And honor what Jesus has done. So when you come back to the man of God, you are acknowledging, you are, you are appreciating. When you come with a gift, you are acknowledging what the Lord has done to you. What God, not what Bishop, what God has done to you through his life. Yes, for Lord, had you not connected me with Bishop, I wouldn't be here. Because God knows where we belong. He knows where we will fit perfectly. So what am I saying? When we want a prophet's honor, don't take as if it's a robbery. Yes, don't take it as a robbery. Take it as as an appreciation. Uh, apostle usually tell uh, our pastors, for you have not been married. He says, oh, he, uh, he would tell the pastors, Baba Nyadisite, you would not have been married. Hey, not been for me. I've been speaking on the sides for you. Because they, they, they do, they come before they get married to a, a bishop. But Baba Apostle Hori, Papa, should I go ahead? Is this the right woman? Uh, and Bishop, they go to the apostles to say, is she the one? Should I go to say, her? Uh, give, 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 him, give her a chance. Go, go ahead. Can, can you imagine if apostle says, no. You will not be married. You will not be married. But because he gave a word and said, go ahead. Give him a chance. Give her a chance. Then they do that. They, they, they ask, they ask permission first, Hori, should I go ahead? Bangu Papa, papil. should I go ahead and propose? Bangu papil, hori, aye, Sango, babota, hori, have you seen this girl? Have you seen this girl? Bangu, wabota, hori, eh, yes. wanana, eh, have you seen this girl? Go ahead. So, when the Lord has done this beautiful thing for your life, you must come back and appreciate and honor what God has done through the men of God in your life. Even the children, he will tell them, if I, I had not prayed for you, you wouldn't have had a child. So after 
up, God has blessed you with your, a child. Now you are married, you've got a child. Now you make a child a problem. Now you no longer want to come to church. You are taking care of your baby. I, I like what Mama did. She comes with her small children here. It is for your example. So what am I saying? Let us honor the gift that God has placed upon our life. There is a blessing in it. I will not take the offering. Uh, Bishop didn't tell me to take the offering. But we can just bring it out of appreciation. Just a, a, a thanksgiving offering. We are going to take the second offering. Just uh, 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 if you say, Lord, let you honor me, it's good, you've done well. But this one here today fell like a cold drink. Yeah, Bishop. I really thank God what God did for what God used you in my life. Can I get my purse as well? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to say thank you for the power of your weight. Your weight, oh God, has changed us. Your word has brought uh, illumination to us. May this word guide us, O oh God. Father God, we want to say thank you as we are continuing to appreciate the gift you have given in our lives. Lord, I pray, may you bless our Father, Bishop Lebebe, in our midst. Lord, we just want to say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Please share with others, share the pod on social media, and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest news, you can follow Bishop Blessing Lebebe on Instagram at blessing.patuchezo and Facebook at Patuchezo Blessing Lebebe. You can also follow Dwellers the Courtridge on Instagram at dwellers.insta, on Twitter at dwellers.tc, and on YouTube and Facebook as Dwellers the Court. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.